Welcome to the refreshing word of Calvary Baptist Church, Accra. And now, the message. Let us pray. Our gracious Lord and Master, what a joy it is to have your word enter our hearts. You have left us the Bible to read and to digest it that will not be lost in this world so that we can be fruitful and productive in all the things that we do. May the reading and sharing of your word be anointed by you and may the results transform our lives and make us more fruitful and productive. This I pray for in Jesus, our Lord and Savior's name. Amen. From the Gospel of St. Luke, we find a number of parables. But today we'll focus on the parable of the prodigal son. We know that parable very well. Scholars think that there are two in one parables, and I agree. Today we'll look at the second part, the brother who did not go out but stayed at home. That whole parable is about being lost and being found. But the tragic one is that there were people, and there are still people today who do not think that they are lost, and therefore they don't need to be found. These people may be you and I who go to church, who think we are good people, who do not make any effort to reach out to others. And sometimes they even make it difficult for people to stay in the house of God who have repented. You see, if we make the church of God, the family of God, a place for correction, a place for love, a place for compassion, a place where we encourage each other, where we celebrate victory over the devil in the lives of our brothers and sisters, our churches will grow. Luke chapter 15 reading from verse 25 to 32. What a parable. Jesus was a master storyteller, but he didn't just tell stories or create parables. Jesus wanted people to know that he came here for a purpose, to reconcile sinners to God. And that is still his purpose. So anybody that stands in his way or who doesn't get it, whether they are Sadducees or Pharisees, whether they are church people or not, he wants us to know why he has a church on earth and what we must do to bring others in. Anybody who's listening to me, who doesn't go to church or is not connected with his Lord, with Jesus Christ, he wants you to know that he came for you. But in this particular parable, Jesus is tackling or he's addressing those who think that they are holy, they are righteous, either because they go to church or when they were born, they were baptized, and so they call themselves Christians. But are you living the Christian life? And when somebody talks to you about, are you living for God? Are you going to heaven? Do you know him as your Lord and Savior? Say, yes, yes, I know. I was baptized. And you do not go, but when you see others going to church, sometimes you laugh at them. You are angry at them. You gossip about them. You, you, you just don't understand the church of God. That's the person Jesus is talking to today. So, just to make it easier for us to understand, I'll call the prodigal son Kofi Red. Kofi Red, the one who left home. Kofi Red was so hot, so young, he just told the father, give me everything that you have that belongs to me. Let me take it. And his father agreed and gave it to Kofi Red and went out and did whatever he wanted to do. As we learn from his brother later on, his brother who was not there, 
could determine that when Kofi Red went out, he went and spent everything on prostitutes. He could determine it. He was not there, but he could tell. Amazing. So Kofi Red is the one who went and came back that we are celebrating. So let's take his brother who didn't go anywhere, who stayed at home, Holy John. Holy John. The father, I'll still call him father. Jesus wants you and I who are listening to him, who go to church, that sometimes we can be so self-righteous, we can be so holy, because we feel we are moral, we do the right things, we are just, we are committed to God. We do not do things that anybody will say is sinful. No, we go to church, we are kind to the poor, we don't drink, we don't smoke, we don't dance, we don't do this and that, and therefore we are holy, and God should be happy with us. Wherever they read this, it's not true. But Jesus wants you and I to know that he has news for you. There's nobody who is righteous unless the one who humbles himself, who gives his life to Christ, who is also willing to join Jesus on mission to bring others to know him. This brother, the Holy John, was so angry about his brother who had gone away and come back. And he didn't realize that he himself has a lot of faults. He has a lot of sins. He has a lot of shortcomings. And he needs God's mercy, God's forgiveness, God's compassion. That he lives day in and day out because God loves him. God does not deal with him according to his sins. And that is what the Lord wants us to know. So the lost and found, God wants those of us who even claim we are his children but are lost to be found so we can have a better relationship with him, be filled with his Holy Spirit, and be what God wants us to be. So how can you say that the brother who was lost and came back home had his problems, and Holy Joe, who didn't go out, also has his problems and challenges? The Lord points out five sins of Holy John who stayed at home. Fault number one, he stayed at home. What does that imply? For number two, he was outside. He shut him door, his door out. He didn't go into the house immediately. We'll see why. Third fault, he was self-righteous in terms of the things that he told his father about himself and accusing his father. Number four, he did not understand his brother's turning around sinner who repented. He didn't agree at all. Number five, he didn't see what God had done in the life of his brother. So let's take the first one. His position as the brother who stayed at home. The Bible tells us that that day, when this young man, Kofi Red, came back, his brother, the big one, Holy John, was on the field. He was away from the house. He was in the field doing what the father had called him or sent him to do. You see, he was either taking care of sheep or taking care of business, and he was so busy doing the right things. Because that is what some of us think life is all about. We must do whatever we need to do. If I were to just turn the angle a little bit, Jesus is here talking about somebody who is so religious, and you and I who even go to church, 
And we are so proud that we go to church. We are full of religion. Every time the church door is open, we pray to God. We fast 30 days, 10 days, 60 days, 90 days. We give tithe and offering. We do whatever needs to be done. We have gifts of the Spirit. We speak in tongues. We do all of these things. We are so religious. And we feel that God must be happy with us. We are in the field. We are in our Father's field doing our Father's business. And so, we must be acceptable to God. Most men and women want to feel acceptable to God and will do whatever they feel is acceptable to the Father. That's the way Holy John felt about himself. He was so sure. But he didn't realize that he was in the field. He wasn't in the house. He didn't know who else was in the house. He didn't know what was happening. So the elder son was in the field, not, not in the house. He did not know what was going on in the house. He did not know that there was salvation in the house, repentance in the house. He did not know about the brother, how he came home, how he repented, how he confessed his sins, how his father forgave him. He had no idea and he did not understand. He did not ask what the celebration meant. He had noise. He had music. He, he could smell the food. But he didn't ask, what is the celebration about? No, he was in the field with his attitude, with his manners, with his understanding. And that was his first one. He was in the field out there, going about busy, 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 but not seeking to understand what really life, love, forgiveness, mercy, charity are all about. The second thing we know about this Holy John is that he, <laughs> he, he began to find fault with what his father had done. If you read verse 15, then he became angry and didn't want to go in. So his father came and pleaded with him. Now, when he came, he stood outside and asked, what's going on? So somebody told him what was going on. There's a celebration. So what was his reaction? Wow, wouldn't he go and join the party? No. They told him, your younger brother has come and your father is having a party for him. Then he became angry and didn't want to go in. So his father came out and had to plead with him. This is the boy's tragic reaction to his father's generosity. He's angry with the father. Why? Why would you accept my brother? Why would you accept this son? He shut himself out. You see, he became angry that the repentant boy had not come to the house. Kofi Red has now come to the house. He did not understand how repentance has changed the man's heart. He didn't understand how somebody who was immoral, who was dirty, who was unclean, could have changed. He did not understand how somebody was eating pig food and fighting with the pigs to eat. Suddenly, it dawned on him. What? The people in my father's house, the slaves, the servants, even the neighbors can come and get soppy and eat. And me, I'm eating this. He didn't understand. He did not get it. Those who think they're in God's house, when they see somebody walk into the church sometimes, and the person, for, for example, is wearing the only dress they can wear, that jeans and they, are, they pull it down or to fista or they are 
some dress and they are smelling full of cigarette or smoke or I'm aware and this and they come to church. Yeah. Who asked this person to come? What, what is he doing here? Ushers, sort them out. Even if the ushers don't sort them out, they come, you look at them up and down. What you may not know is that that night, the Lord may have visited that person and spoke to the person in the dream and say, go to church A, go to church B, go there, have a message for you. And they are frightened and they're going to church and they run there and said, I've come to church. What have you come to do here? So I've come to worship God. Who asked you to come? Say, I don't know. I saw somebody in a dream. Say, you? Are you not sure you are just coming here to beg and be a nuisance? Oh, I've seen that done in churches several times. And I won't say I myself am innocent. We do it. We look at people at the outside and we judge them. We are angry. We have unbelief in our hearts. We cannot understand how God should save born, certified, practicing sinners. No, they are meant for hell. They are not meant to be part of our church. No, we are a holy club. Holy John did not understand that because Kofi Red was meant for hell. So if he has come back home and they're having a party for him, he must be angry. And who is he angry with? His father who gave the party. Are you angry with God because he saved that thief, that liar, that politician who has turned around? That murderer, that drunkard, oh, watch it. Jesus wants us to know that God has room in his heart for everybody. Because the greatest miracle that can ever happen in this world is for God to take somebody from the kingdom of darkness and translate that person to the kingdom of light. And God is still in that business. And if you and I will cooperate with God, we celebrate with God, we rejoice with God, and pray, and pray that, Lord, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Oh, the people we condemn are sinners who are full of bribery and corruption. We can list all their sins and all the things for which they deserve to go to hell. Oh, when we pray in answer to prayer, God can turn them around and help them come back. You see, but look at this. Look at what this father did. I agree with those who say the parable really is not about the prodigal son. It's about the father. The father. When the boy was fasting and throwing temper tantrums, when Holy John was throwing temper tantrums, and Kofi Red was enjoying the party, Guess who went out? It is his father who went to Holy John. Say, John, come back home. You see, look at it. When Kofi Red came, what happened? He ran to the father. But when Holy John was outside, say he won't come, the father came out and was begging him, come home. The father, that's God in this picture, shows how much. He's willing to come down to our level so that we can be saved and be born again. The father was happy his son has returned home. If you're a student of the Bible, we read from this account that every time when people repented, the lost sheep, when that lost sheep was found, the Lord Jesus tells us there was rejoicing in heaven. The lost coin, when the coin was found, there was rejoicing by the woman and her friends. And here again, 
When the lost son came home, when Kofi Red came home, they was rejoicing. All of this showing us how God does not want anybody to perish, but all come to salvation. But this one, he didn't get it. Holy John didn't get it. Do you get it? Are you getting it? Do you have that father's heart, the heart of compassion? Or you are just in a church, the holy club, at the bus stop, waiting for the trumpet to sound. The rapture will come. You disobey the law of gravity and you go to heaven and build Jesus Christ and you'll be singing glory, hallelujah, amen. And then the 99,000 people, a million people go to hell. The Lord is saying, do my work. I called you. I showed you grace and mercy that you may bring others in. Now, the third thing we see here is that this brother, this Holy John, was self-righteous. When he decided to talk to the father, he said something. Let me read verse 29 to you. The kind of thing that he said to the father is it, it, just strange. The kind of thing that he said to his father. 1529. I have served you. I've never disobeyed any of your commandments. And you never gave me a good, even a good. So he's telling his father. Look, I've saved you. He's saying, I do all these things. It's like some of us who go to church, who say we are God's children. When something happens, we are quick to tell God, I worship you. I pray. I witness. I read the Bible. So God, it's your turn. Do something. That's him. Pound for pound, God, do something. Then he said, I've never done anything wrong. There are some people who never see that they've done anything wrong. Oh, well, I can't tell you what you've done wrong. But to say you've never committed immorality or done anything publicly or visibly, and therefore whatever is happening to you is unjust, well, I'll just say the Lord deal with you in his mercy. Because if you know the definition of sin, it says even if you know what is right and you don't do it to you, it is sin. So you may never have stolen or lied or cursed, but have you ever thought evil thoughts? Have you ever failed to do the good thing that you know you should do that you didn't do? Then he said, look, Father, you never even gave me a good to kill and call my friends. Accusing the Father of not giving to him. But the point is this, did he ever ask? He never asked. He never needed it. He was home, very happy with himself. And now he has found all these reasons. So what are we to learn about Holy John? Holy John is there, committed, seemingly, but full of bitterness and jealousy and thinking that he's in a holy club, divine lottery. One thing happens, another thing must happen. And he cannot bear how somebody can to come to the house of God. Suddenly he has become a Bible teacher, a shepherd. He has a gift of prophecy. The anointing is falling on them. They cannot understand those things. Because I have been in the house of God and nothing, and nothing has happened. God hasn't blessed me. I haven't got a car. I haven't got a wife. I haven't got a child. I haven't got this. And God, I'm faithful. I'm faithful. I'm faithful. May the Lord speak to you. 
that there's no joy in your heart. So when the party is going on, instead of rejoicing with those who are rejoicing, and they're rejoicing in the love and forgiveness of God, on that day of rejoicing, what you do is complaining. So you come to church and you stand there stiff. You, allow, you won't allow the spirit to flow through you. Verse 30. But when this son of yours came, who has devoured your assets with prostitutes, you slaughtered the fatted cow for him. What is he here? He is full of pride. Pride. Holy John, full of pride. Because of his lack of compassion, he did not understand God's grace and God's forgiveness. He did not understand God's spiritual feast. You see, he did not call the prodigal son his brother. In his arrogance, he told the father, this is your son. It is the father's son, not his brother. Because he felt better than his brother. Despite the change in his heart, in the heart of Kofi Red, Holy John never saw it. He never saw the repentance. And therefore, he had no compassion. He couldn't rejoice with him. Secondly, he focused on the brother's faults, on his immoral past. He ignored the repentance because he wasn't there. He didn't see how God dealt with him the sleepless nights. You were not there. You didn't see it. He said, that son of yours. Yes, that's how God deals with you and I. That he will change us. He will change us. He will talk to us. And people, when you pray to him, he will work in people's hearts. Can we expect God to bring others to know him? Somebody defined evangelism as one sinner telling another sinner where to find food. Or evangelism is witnessing in the power of the Holy Spirit and leaving the results to God. God can do in anybody's heart what he wants to do. This brother also did not understand what celebration is about. That this is what actually makes God happy. That somebody has been rescued from the kingdom of darkness. He has now come into the kingdom of light. And so he was angry with God. Can you drop your anger with God and love those who have come? You see, there's no force as great as love and compassion. When we in the church, in the house of God, love others, they see the love of God and they are willing to stay. Now, the fifth lesson. What his blindness and what his holiness, so-called holiness, would teach us. Verses 31 to 32. Son, he said to him, you are always with me and everything I have is yours. But we had to celebrate and rejoice because this brother of yours was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. Here, Jesus is emphasizing what the parable is all about. That you, Holy John, you have the same privileges like Kofi read. Look, all I have, all this wealth is yours. You have never asked for it. It's yours for the asking. You worship, you pray to me, you give your tithe, you have your offering, heaven is meant for you. It is all great. Because once you have salvation, you have everything. You have to stop opposing those who are coming. You see, there are some people who behave as if God is like uh, going to the Olympic race. When you go to the Olympic race, there can be only one person who will be first 
another second, another third, so somebody gets gold, silver, and bronze. No. In God's kingdom, we can all be winners and we can all get the gold if we work hard. So everything I have is yours. Have you asked? You see, the Bible says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door shall be opened unto you. You never asked, but it's yours. You simply must believe and trust the love of God and stop opposing God when he's bringing others in. Whatever you need, he'll give you in his own good time. But the father gave him an angle, which I'll end with. He said, look, your brother was dead. Now he's alive. He died. He's alive. He's alive now. So anybody listening to me, if you have never made that decision to receive Christ as your Lord and Savior, you may seem to be alive, but you are dead. You are dead spiritually. You are dead socially. You are dead only waiting to be buried and will spend eternity away from God. That's what the brother was doing. He walked away. Kofi read, walked away and was condemned, was working for the devil. The devil was beating him in the bad company. All those who walk away from the house of God, whatever you are doing, you are dying, dying, dying. Broad is the way that leads to destruction. But when God gave him that wake-up call. When the Holy Spirit gave him that wake-up call, he came back and was alive. May the word of God come into you today, give you the opportunity to wake up and come back again and say, Lord, I receive you as a gift, as my Lord and Savior, and come alive. Because there will be rejoicing in your heart, in the heart of God, because you have come to him. Then he said, that your brother was lost, and now he's found. Yes, he may have gone to a city, you know the name, you don't know the name, but he was lost. As far as God is concerned, the boy was totally lost. Because the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God, or the free gift of God, is eternal life. So he was lost. Do you know somebody who is lost? Or you listening to me yourself, are you lost? He was found. As I speak to you now, I know the Spirit of God is telling you. Make peace with God. Make peace with God. Make peace with God. Will you come to him? If you come to him, he will redeem you. He will save you. He will put you in the right place. You see, he will rejoice with you. He will shape you up. He will fashion you for what he destined you for. The wasted years of that boy, he had to be reclothed in his mind. New shoes, new trousers, new hair, new everything to achieve God's purposes. Friends, the simple message is this. God loves sinners. And even when they go away, he's always working to bring them back. And any sinner that comes back to God, he rejoices. But he wants those of us who think we are righteous in his house because we made that decision 10 years ago, 20 years ago, and we think we are proper because we pray, we tithe, we fast, we have titles as pastors, deacons, leaders, prophets, and look down on others, either actively or just making it impossible for them to come in, that he's not happy with us. Why? He told us earlier on, the shepherd kept the 99 and looked for that one. And when he had worked in the life of that one, Kofi Red, who had gone astray, and he came back home, he expected everybody 
in his house to rejoice and make sure that boy stands. You see? But let me ask you, could it be that that person, that prodigal, that coffee red, could be the next Billy Graham, the next Bonke, the next evangelist extraordinary that God has brought and you're not rejoicing over him? Do God's work. The lost can be found. The dead can come alive. That's what brings joy to God. Be on God's side and not only in your own mind and be righteous. Stay blessed both now and forevermore. Amen. This has been the radio broadcast by Calvary Baptist Church with Reverend Dr. Fred Digby, our senior pastor. We hope this message blessed you. Be sure to join us, God willing, next week, the same time and station. We are in Adabaka, opposite Mr. Big's restaurant, near the Kwame Nkrumah Interchange. Also in Shiashi, across the motorway from the Accra Mall and Botiano. Call us on 0243-690-485 or 0302-231-854. Contact us on WhatsApp at 0200-181-680. Visit us online at www.calvarybaptistgh.org. Write to us, Calvary Baptist Ghana at yahoo.com.